0: Previously on In the Moment. I've always wanted to do something that was like kind of for the ladies, because I know a lot of ladies listen to my podcast. Hey, I love y'all, man. Ain't nothing like having women who listen to you as a man. And I talk to the fellas too all the time, but men talking to men, that always happens. Not as often in life do you have a genuine opportunity for a man to talk to women. And so I want to start a segment where I just give women a little something from a man. That maybe you haven't heard before. Maybe no one's ever given you. And the first one I wanted to touch on was this. I am not talking to the women who are dealing with men or boys who ain't shit. If You in that situation, this ain't for you. However, a lot of times in situations where a man makes a mistake. Whatever that mistake may be. It doesn't necessarily have to be cheating. It can be. But there are other mistakes that men make. Now, again, I'm not talking about the man who consistently makes these mistakes. But I am speaking about the man who made this mistake and then you as his queen decided to stay with him despite the mistake. What I feel like happens sometimes, and men struggle to explain this, is once you make that decision to stay, that man may have genuinely learned his lesson, and he could be done. And I am speaking only in terms of the cases when he is done. You are going to need time to get over the mistake he made. That's fair. You may even lash out at times when he don't know what the hell is going on because you're not completely over it. That's also fair. But if you are going to decide to stay and work it out, there's one small thing I don't think a lot of women take into consideration in this situation sometime a man can also struggle in that spot. Now, I'm not trying to say that he's the victim. Please don't hear that, because he is not. And again, this is just in regards to the mistake that this man has made. But what I do think happens sometime, if a man really genuinely loves you, genuinely, from the bottom of his heart, and he messed up, he fucked up, whatever he did, you decide to stay, and now y'all working through it, and y'all trying to fix it. There are times when that man will actually struggle in that situation just like you are because he starts to only see himself as that mistake. He doesn't necessarily know how to forgive himself because he's having to watch you in this pain that keeps coming up. And granted, that ain't your responsibility as a woman to know that. And I could even understand how a woman will be like, well, I don't care, he shouldn't have done it. All right, that's fair, but we all make mistakes, Right. And all of us have made certain mistakes that you wouldn't want to relive every day of your life. It's hard for him to do that, queen. And though it may sound as if this is coming from personal experience, well, it is, but just not currently. (laughs) I'm not going through this now, but I have gone through this in my life. And I know a lot of men who are, because there are men who are genuine, yo, despite of what a lot of women think. There are men who are real, have real life feelings, don't always do the best of expressing them. I get that it's more hard for you because you weren't the person who committed the act. But I just want you to understand that it can also be difficult for your partner. Because now every time he looks at you and he knows where that pain is coming from, because if he's a wise man, he does. And he now realizes what he caused and that his actions affected you and impacted you in a way where this could last the rest of your life or your lives together. Oh, I promise you he don't feel good about that shit. I promise you he doesn't. And it's cool if you want to continue to punish him, but do you if you still want to be there? Is that really going to help? Because he's beating himself up, too. You may not see it. And I think that sometimes the problem is that a woman may not see it, so she may feel like he don't care or it's not happening. It just might be happening in the dark. But if he gets to a point where he cannot see himself outside of that mistake, and a part of that is because you won't allow him to, well, he's never going to become a better man for you because that's not even a part of his vision. That's not even possible to him anymore. You call him a piece of shit enough, and he's going to start to eventually feel like a piece of shit to you. And he may go to the next woman, and I'm not saying he should, but he might, and she may make him feel like a king, and now he's confused. Because I want this from her, but you can't get at it because you hurt. So what is he supposed to do now? And when I say the next woman, I don't mean to cheat. It could just be a coworker at work that talks to him at the cubicle. The point is, if you're going to forgive him, you got to forgive him. Because he also has to forgive himself. And that actually may be harder for him to do than you think it is. Just a little tidbit of advice. Who's next? Sicko Award. Hey, Sicko Award goes to Brittany Renner. If you don't know what Brittany Renner is, um, well, you shouldn't. But she's an Instagram model who basically goes around and pries on young men. She's a gold digger. She's all of the things, man. All of the words. All of them. Pick a word. She's that. Basically, walks around and takes advantage of young men as soon as they turn 18. She'd be on a college campus. She is 29 years old. She's pretty much famous for it. Everyone knows this woman to do it. And I don't care about her. I wouldn't even give her time of day on this platform, to be honest. But the only reason I'm doing it is because it's not about her, it's about the people who continue to promote her. I'm lost. This woman is known for trying to get athletes pregnant. To take advantage of them. Yes, I said what I said. She gets them pregnant. Don't know how, but this is what she does. And she's admitted it. And yes, there are going to be young men who are like, okay, they don't know no better. And people laugh at that. Man, I just by boy in college, he's gonna get him a piece of Britney Renner. He don't care. Yo, y'all serious? Every time that I hear that, it bothers me. And every time I see the shade room and all of these responsible platformers post her, it bothers me. Because if the roles were reversed, and this was a 29-year-old man admitting publicly to going around to college campuses and trying to take advantage of 17, 18, 19-year-old girls, I'm pretty sure people wouldn't be out here saying, hey man, well, those little girls are lucky. Why are y'all posting her, yo? Why is she ever on the shade room? Why is she ever anywhere? Why do y'all follow her? I don't get it. It's disgusting what this girl is doing. And I say, girl. Cause I mean, girl, and yet here we are to the point where I'm on my platform talking about her because she's everywhere, just going from college to college doing this. But how is it cool? I remember she posted a video explaining her ways, and all of these blogs posted it. R. Kelly came on in and said some shit like that, which y'all posted. I ain't see nobody trying to cancel her though. Maybe in the comments, but not in life. She's a sicko. <laughs> Reflective moment of the week My trouble used to just double When I ain't have a dollar I used to struggle to struggle uh, I was dreaming about the game Feeling fuckless. I saw that they got this thing now called uh, Basically Disappearing Tattoos Clap it up for Disappearing Tattoos I have mixed feelings about it though Because yeah, it's dope that you can now get a tattoo That will eventually kind of fade away I think it fades away in like Five to ten years And there's the part of me that's like, yo, that's cool because I could go out here and really do something stupid and I ain't got to worry about having it for the rest of my life. And a lot of people could just have tattoos in their younger years and not necessarily have them when they're older. Obviously, technology happens and good things happen. But at the same time, I kind of feel like this is adding to the problem for the younger generations. Because it's just another vehicle to teach them that there are no consequences to the things you do. That lost kid that tried to steal that car. He wasn't thinking about consequences. That's the problem a lot of the time. The youth do not think about consequences often enough. And I don't think I had a lot of OGs in my life at times to tell me you have to think about the consequences. Young Buck, 10, 20, 30 years from now. What does disappearing tattoos teach them? They're getting the names of everybody they date on their body. That was a consequence you had to face growing up. You got somebody's name on you. Y'all broke up two years later. Now you got to get it covered up. Stupid. That's a lesson. Everything is not permanent. (laughs) Don't treat it like it is. There are lessons in these things. And it's almost as if as time progresses, technology and other things makes it to where there are no more full time consequences to the things that you do. I just feel like that's a problem, man. That's going to haunt a lot of people and entire generations. With that being said, I'm getting little waned the fuck up. I'm, t- I'm neck to ankles with the tats as soon as I get my hands on the disappearing tattoos. I'm trying something new every five years. But that's because I'm a little older and I've already learned those lessons that need to be learned in life. The youngins need to get some shit that's still going to be there when they are 80. So you can look at your arm and see that tat that say Bertha, and remember not to be stupid. I was really thinking about this, though. Is it a good thing that they're taking away the consequences of things? I don't know. Who's next? All right, before I get out of here, in my final moments, rest in peace to the young woman that passed away on the set of the Alec Baldwin movie. Miss Hutchins, I believe her name was. Condolences to her family. That is awful. I think it's ridiculous that this is a mistake that has now happened twice. It feels like the kind of mistake that should only have to happen once. There should not be any live ammunition on a set, period. I don't know why there would be. I don't care that they were having target practice or they were bored. Get iPads or something for everybody. It's stupid to me. Brandon Lee was lost in this way years ago. Bruce Lee's son. That should have been it. They should have known from that day moving forward, there's no live ammunition on the set. There was one live round in his prop gun or whatever gun. He said it was a cold gun, it was a hot gun. Makes me wonder if there's something else going on. How is just one live ammunition in his gun and it's passed through all of these hands? And it's just sad that a life was lost. And I think someone should be responsible for it. Doesn't make sense to me. And there's no reason to beat anybody up for it, it's just ridiculous. However, I do believe that when you hear that podcast of the young woman who was the weapons handler on the set and she talks about, oh, this is only my second time doing this. My first time I made mistakes, too, and I wasn't sure that I was ready for the job Well, we learned that she was not ready for the job. And while I'm an advocate for the fact that every job should not require experience, I used to hate when I got out of college and they was like, hey, we can't hire you because you don't have experience. Well, how the hell am I supposed to get the experience if y'all won't hire I still believe that, but only for about 90% of the jobs on earth. There's some jobs that you just got to have some damn experience. Now, I don't know how you get the experience because everybody has to start somewhere, but damn it. Somebody got to figure it out. I'm not going to lie to you. all If I get in a plane and I hit a pilot, go, hey, man, honored for you to join my first flight. I'm getting the fuck off that plane. Hey. Hey, good luck with your career. I'm gonna go over and walk over here to gate 43 and see what they're talking about. Certain jobs. If I walk into get some surgery done and they say, hey, Mo, honored for you to be my first. That's not the day I'm losing it. Keeping the V card that day won't be my first, buddy. Not doing it. Certain jobs, man. We gotta be honest. That's one of those jobs. You should have experience. Or at least have to follow somebody that does it until you get the experience. Like, something like that. You know, like, you got to be a co-pilot for about 43 years before you jump in the other seat ready to be the pilot. Like, I don't know about you just walking in talking about I'm ready. Seems police officers might need a little bit of training before they get to these streets. Some jobs. You need a little more experience. You need people that know what the hell they're doing. And you also need staff and an entire system that knows what the hell they're doing. And I suppose that's why all of these things are happening in Hollywood with all the workers on the set. Rest in peace to that young woman. That is a tragic ending and a very tragic story. And it really sucks. Who's next? Rest in peace to Colin Powell. I should have touched on this last week. That's my mistake. But that man represented our people in such a classy way, such a stand-up guy, did so much in the world of politics and did it in a way that you could only hope that one of us would do it, made it look really good, man. Has been a part of some of the most important decisions ever and been around some of the most important people. And he was a class act through it all. And we lost a great man that day. And I didn't really get to uh, give him his flowers. And so I wanted to remember to do it today. Seemed to be a really great man, and it's a really great loss. Rest in peace, brother. Who's next? Last but not least, shout out to my godfather, who unfortunately just lost his father. You are in my prayers. My Godfather is a pastor and also one of the coolest men I've ever known. And even though he's a pastor, when I first got to New York and I had no one to hang out with because I was just coming back for the first time, that man picked me up and took me to the night spots. Allegedly, because I can't really I can't blow him up. <laughs> Somehow, he's right there in church every Sunday morning, every morning he was supposed to. With an amazing sermon. He always did that, man. And Boy, can he preach. And I love that, man. And I'm thinking about you, Godfather. You're in my prayers. Keep your head up. Rest in peace to your dad. Who's next? Quote of the week comes from the great Martin Luther King. It's only right since I spent this episode somewhat talking shit about all of his uh, properties in this real-life game of Monopoly. But my grandmother gave me this quote the other day after some of the things that transpired throughout my week with work and things like that. And she said, it goes back to what the great Martin Luther King once said. No lie can live forever. Period. That's for the false prophets. That's for a lot of different things and a lot of different people. But always remember that. Because there's been a lot of times in my life when I was pissed that it seemed as if the liars were getting their way. The frauds were getting their way. And they will for a little while. But the truth always comes to the top. It always rises. No lie can live forever. Rest in peace, Dr. King. Who's next? As always, it's been a hell of a time being in a moment with y'all. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. I have certainly enjoyed mine. Thank you for listening. Big shout out and big genuine thank you to all my listeners and supporters. Y'all always going to have a special place with me. You know what time it is. If you're a fan of mine, I'm a fan of yours. I love y'all. Next week, bitches. Yo, I was having a conversation the other day, and I told this person, I said, yo, I'm going to give you a list of people. And God forbid, if something happens to me, I don't want you to let them in my funeral. Because I know a lot of people show up to the funeral capping, capping and crying. And you ain't even treat me the way you should have treated a human being when I was here. I don't want anybody at my funeral faking the funk. She's like, you can't do that, Mo. I said, like, why not? He you said, your mother didn't raise you like that. You know your mother wouldn't even allow me to do that. And I said, what? Well, you're right. But still, I'm starting to feel like as a man, I don't get to make decisions for myself while I'm here. And now you're going to tell me I can't even make decisions for myself when I'm dead? Man, what the fuck a man got to do to control his own life? I can't even die. This is some bullshit. I said, you ever been lost? Been, ever been lost? Uh. So lost, you can never be found. Think you the cream of the crop till you climb to the top. Just to realize now you on the ground. On your way up, they gon' say you wasn't down. Feeling bigger shoes, they gon' say that you a clown. Here's what I found: life is a bitch. No matter what they pitch, it's different on the mound. Eh, uh, how the feelings and out of town. Never need a circle, cause really I'm not around. They was loud when I failed, that's out of bounds. Now we giving cheers to the silence, it's not a sound. Day one don't make them a ten. we can kick it harder than Ry, you don't make them kin I'm doing things that my friends never question, now I see the ones that I question was never friends I'm uh. so blind, I sabotage myself with everything, me and life probably should separate, my daughter give me hope for better days, maybe I just need to meditate, get out this desperate state I get deep, sometimes get swept away, round in a turn in a second, base double it up, gotta get it by any my baggage in the back, don't look in my review Man, time move fast, but this shit slow down when you stuck. Feel like it just stands still. I'm trying to maneuver through all these little fields. I'm smoking and drinking, and popping pills.